Coming up, we have our final installment of Beyond the Parks, this week focusing on Adventures by Disney, Backstage Magic, on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 633, for the week of July 30th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, and Disney Cruise Line vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged, coming to you from the Bob Varley uh, Studio here in Orlando, Florida. I am Dustin West, your host, and I am joined at the table by John Marshy Magi. Marshy. <laughs> Swampy. Swampy, whatever his name was. <laughs> Kevin Close. Marshy, Marshy, Marshy. Marshy, Marshy. <laughs> Teresa Eccles. <laughs> Kathy Whirling. And back in the production nook, we have our associate producers, Craig Williams and Sean Thompson. We look like parade commentators. <laughs> you do. How big do you think that float is, Stan? I think of you as the forgotten nook. Regis and Kelly back there. <laughs> Regis and Kelly. <laughs> More like Coda and Kathy Lee. Yeah. Well, again, I am your host, Dustin West. I'm filling in this week for Pete Werner, who was uh, part of this Adventures by Disney uh, backstage magic trip that we're going to be talking about. Um, and, of course, we'd love to have him in on this conversation. All right, so we want to get started. Um, we have some pretty cool stuff here in this Adventures by Disney episode. Um, but first, uh, what I wanted to do is just kind of go around the table and, and ask you guys, what, what's the best way, like in a nutshell, to describe this adventure for people who have no idea what it is, and, and for, especially for Disney fans that listen to our show? Well, I think this is a great question because we've all been on one. Mm-hmm. So it's great. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to listen to what everybody else says. So that's cool. But I think that if you're a Disney fan, this really ranks up with one of the top Disney fan experiences you can do. Definitely. As a true Disney fan, you get to see and do and experience things that, in my opinion, I never thought I would get to see and do. So if you're a fan, it's definitely for you. Absolutely. I think it's a start. Uh, it shows Walt's progression from Hollywood to Disneyland. Walt always thought of Disneyland as a movie. He thought it was kind of like building a movie. You know, you walk under the... You see the credits, and you walk under the the train castle, and it's the opening scene. The train and castle. The train yeah. tracks, the train I'm castle. sorry. And then you walk down the main street, and you see <laughs> the castle. Um, you know, Kevin, I've never looked at it that way. The way it, the way it is structured, it is kind of timed out that way. And the credits, mm-hmm. the credits, as the credits roll, you walk down the windows in Main Street, and the director is always the last credit before the movie yeah. starts, and Waltz is the last name on the window, and it faces the castle, and right. now you've entered his park. So it's his... It's following Walt's footsteps through Hollywood. He started out just in Hollywood and then moved out into the, his to his theme park. So what you get to do is you get to see and experience all of the backstage stuff that we all want to see and experience. And hear the stories. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, it's like you've got, no matter what you like about Disney, there's an aspect there that you're going to like. If you like, if you liked the history of Walt Disney and all of that, of the, of the man, you've got that. If you like... Um, the theme park, you've got the theme park. If you like the Imagineering, you've got that part. If you like the Hollywood aspect, um, I just, 
I don't know. There's every there was something about every bit of it that just struck me as like. And my, but my favorite was the studios, Disney Studios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was because Disney movies were were the thing for me when I was a kid. You get chills as you're walking along you the street, and they say to you, "Oh, well, there's Soundstage Four. That's where all of Mary Poppins was." Right. Here. And you know they walked right there. You know, and it was just like that's the part that you know that that would sell it for me right there. It's an immersive experience. It is. <laughs> and you get to see. I mean, we've all heard. You know, it's the the. The, the apartment over the firehouse Walt's actual apartment and you know it's kind of fable and you get to eat there or I'm sorry you get to visit there jeez I didn't get that yeah I didn't that one we, we had sandwiches in our <laughs> we had string <laughs> cheese <Okay>. um, <laughs> it's string cheese <laughs> <laughs> string cheese in the park. we uh, <laughs> club 33 they try and get every group into Club 33. This is an opportunity if you've always wanted to see inside or eat inside right. Club 33 to this is your chance. And another thing I think that really you don't think of it as a selling point, but when you walk away from doing the the adventure is the people you meet, the mm-hmm. friends you make. Right. I was going to say that because before we went on our first one and Kevin told me you're going to make lifelong friends and I went, yeah, right. You know, I mean, this is going to be a bunch of people that we see, and we're going to have fun, and that's going to be the end of it. But don't, I mean, oh my we gosh, talk with yes. the people who yes. are on our I meet them in the park the when they come here. Mm-hmm. I talk to them. Yeah, it's just Adventures like, by Disney. This is, the, this is the unsellable part. This is the part you can't really sell people on until they do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, and the reason why that happens is because you experience and do things as a group that even though other people may have done for other stuff is going on behind me. <laughs> it is freaking out. It was my mind. We're having <laughs> Chase is doing it with his mind. So Are you on eBay? <laughs> He's looking up bags. <laughs> so, um, you know, while you experience, other groups experience the same stuff you do, the you, you there's still your own personal <laughs> twist to it. Yeah. Because as a group, you have a personality. So how you experience things, you know, Pete talks about being on all of them, and every time he comes back, there's a different little twist to it. Mm-hmm. Right. You experience things with people that no one else is going to get. Yeah, and John doesn't make friends well, and he comes away not. with some friends, right? Well, no. A few. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> Kevin comes away with <laughs> friends. <laughs> I also, I also want to point out just real quick, we talked about Club 33, and again, that is not a guarantee. That is... Um, club know. 33 is a private club. Adventures by Disney tries to get you in every, to every trip. However... It is if some if a member decides they want the club that morning, it's theirs. Yeah. So yeah, it's not a guaranteed portion of the trip, but for the most part, it does happen. I'm going to be honest, and it's something you guys had a chance to experience too. So we'll talk about that. We've never had a trip not get to go. Right. Right from the very beginning. I think one of my favorite memories is when we all went into the haunted mansion out there, and we all said the Mm -hmm. spiel together. That every time I walk on, that was so awesome. You know, you had a group of dorks. Well, but no, but it, it we was, had the best group. We had like-minded Disney <laughs> right, people right, right. on our trip that we didn't have to explain to somebody why we liked it. So that's one of the benefits of an ABD trip. You're all there because of, right. at least for this one, because of your love of Disney. And we all feel like geeks inside because yeah. we love Disney. You don't have to hide your geek on an Adventures right. by Disney and backstage magic trip. I don't know about on yours, but on ours, we had somebody who went into this thinking he was just being dragged along. Right. And by the end of the trip, he was as big a Disney geek as we were. Well, these are all things that, you know, we can find common threads, in here, especially for Disney fans, as to the selling points of this, why we think, um, why we think this is a, 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 really, a, a really good 
thing to do as a Disney fan. Um, and it's a really good way that you explain it. Yes, Kevin. I was just going to say, I think the best selling point you can tell people is we've done five of them so far and have three more scheduled for next year. And it doesn't get old. No. Mm-hmm. And people are doing going back for return trips. Kathy and Teresa just booked on the July trip. Yeah. Yeah. John and I one. will be doing the February <laughs> trip. Well, we didn't want to, I wanted to, when we talked about our dates and stuff coming up, I wanted to make sure that people knew that we just committed Kathy and Teresa to our July group. Committed. So, just as a Committed warning. is the keyword. Yeah. So if you want to experience an ABD with those guys. If you want to cancel. <laughs> How about the guys in the back? This was your first trip. So if your first Adventures by Disney. Yeah, so it's pretty much exactly what you're saying. Like, we're lifelong Disney fans, and we get to go, I mean, it's in the title, backstage in places that I yeah. never thought I'd be able to see. And so, you know, you hear stories and, I mean, not details, but I've heard you guys talk about it before and, you know, of the stuff that you get to see or the type of things you get to see. But it was just, it blew my mind. Like, you can't even expect what you're going to see and how you're going to feel. And, and you can't even explain it to people. No. Even no. if you gave them step-by-step, minute-by-minute, you can't explain the, the feeling you get when you see and experience We've all now. seen those people in the park who have the tour guide with them, and they're sort of bypassing right. you in lines. You are now that person. You get to see Disney in an entirely new way. You get to see, like, the concierge version of Disney. You don't really have to wait in line. Here's some fast passes. Uh, We're going to take you in through the back door. We're going to take you places that no one else gets to go. So it's not only immersive, but it's kind of a luxurious feeling. Mm -hmm. I think it's even... um Sorry, it even takes another step up because normally whenever you see like the VIP tour guides, you know, they're wearing plaid or their normal costume that you're used to seeing Mm -hmm. them as in. But this one, whenever we're walking through Disneyland and we had our guides holding that Adventures by Disney paddle up saying on there that really you could hear people talking as we passed because they're they're used to seeing the normal tour groups going through. But seeing that Adventures by Disney is definitely something that's not that transcends backstage magic. Yeah. That happens on any back adventures by Disney trip you go on. Mm-hmm. You could be walking through the middle of Paris, and if you're following the Disney sign, people talk about you. I'm excited to go sometime. Before we, before we move on, I think we're getting a really good feeling of what this is. I, I want to cut to a video that I have uh, prepared that kind of gives an overview of some of the different things uh, that you do on the backstage magic with Adventures by Disney. So here we go. Again, that's just a, an overview of some of the different activities. A lot of it not even included because there's a lot of areas where you're not allowed to you know, take cameras and stuff like that. But I feel like that's a pretty good overview. Yeah, of, great overview uh, of what you get to do. Uh, yeah. sure. Well, I also think what uh, one of the things people, if you're watching this, you might say to yourself, well, that's a lot of stuff I can do on my own. It's entirely different when you have a reserved seat, yeah. when you have a prime location where you walked on ahead of everybody else where you're treated royally. Mm-hmm. You guys that showed you passing by that entire line at Radiator Springs, yeah, where you just went right to the front and got on the front of that ride. Um, yeah, all those special seating areas. You left out um, stuff, but you couldn't show pictures from it, which was the studios and Imagineering. Right. But they don't allow video and pictures there, so they that's understandable. You to, right. You have to leave. Some places they ask you to leave your camera in the bus. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Henson, the, you got to put your camera. The in the box. guides. Who? What, who? Who did you have? Was that Dean? Mm-hmm. Dean and uh, Matt. 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 Yeah. Okay. I love Dean. I don't know Matt, but the guides make he it. Loves you. They, they were both great. I know he does. Yeah. I don't, we've never had 
we've always had great guides. Mm-hmm. What we've experienced in the very beginning of these trips was people didn't understand, the guides didn't understand that we were bringing on a group of people that we knew. We had got together either because we knew them in the past or we were doing our weekly chats. So there was a lot of, in the beginning, a little bit of hesitation on their part to let us help them we do also, these trips. But we once, also had to take the guides aside and say, this is a higher the uh, the knowledge base is higher with this group. You can't start at the bottom. Yeah. You're going to have to up your game as to what you tell these people because chances are most of them could do the basic tour. Mm-hmm. So it's these are people of like mind that you're traveling with. And uh, before we before we go on, we do have our uh, our contest that we've been running for uh, the last two Beyond the Parks. We have another one uh, for this. And uh, John, if you want to give us some of the details sure um i don't know the contest itself but i know the prize uh sponsored by dreams unlimited travel is an adventures by disney backstage magic trip for two to adults it is going to be limited to certain dates we will list those dates in the terms and conditions two of the dates will be our groups uh as long as they're not sold out so you could travel in february with kevin and i in july with kathy and Teresa. Or there's other dates that will be put out in the in the terms and conditions. It includes um, your adventures by Disney cost. Uh, does not include air or gratuities, but will include your transfers from LAX to the resort and back for your adventure. So it's pretty much a full adventures by Disney trip for two adults. Backstage magic. And again, dates are limited. And we listened to people. We have chosen President's Week. When most kids are out of school and most teachers, we have chosen a summer trip, which is in the middle of July when kids are out of school. So we have listened that educators and people with kids need dates that they can travel. I apologize. The December trip was enormously popular and sold out immediately. Okay. And Sean, do you want to talk a little bit about the details of our contest? Yeah, so it's very similar to the uh, the contest and sweepstakes that we did for Alani and uh, the Alaska Disney Cruise. So basically, there's three words um, that you need to unscramble and then enter at our um, our uh, our website, disunplug.com slash contest. And so like the other two contests, these are very um, related to our Backstage Magic trip. Um, so I'm going to read them for the audio listeners. Um, where first word is um, H-D-Y-O-L-W-O-L-O. So that is, of course, scrambled, so you need to unscramble it and then enter it in our form. YOLO. Uh, <laughs> number two is N-L-D-E-A-D-Y-N-I-S. The third word is M-I-I-G-A-I-N-E-N-E-G-R. So unscramble those three words, go to disunplug.com slash contest, and enter for a chance to win the, uh, the prize. The trip. I have a question for you. Someone mm-hmm. sent an email to the podcast team and said they have been entering multiple times. Is that allowed? It's allowed, but it doesn't help your chances. Only one entry per person. Okay, so we will weed out any multiple exactly, entries right. so, by one person, and we will... Yep, then you're disqualified. You'll disqualify. Of course, if you didn't catch all that again, you can go to disunplugged.com slash contest, find all the details for or this. Or rewind. I or, just also want to also just clarify, they're not disqualified. Oh, I we know. We will still pick them, but they, their multiple options are thrown out, so it doesn't give them any better chances. I don't want people to start panicking and saying, oh, no, I put in more than exactly. one. Exactly. No. Panicking is actually kind of fun as long as it's that's true. And, and when you go to disunplug.com slash contest, you don't have to include the exclamation mark. That's just to suggest that it's exciting it's in there. That's not part of the URL? <laughs> it's, just, it's just enthusiasm. <laughs> so. um, it's just Sean's enthusiasm. I'd like to talk a little bit about pricing. Okay. Uh, Adventures by Disney trips usually run anywhere from 2709 <laughs> per person based Backstage on double magic. Lock- 
What did I say? You just said it. I apologize. Backstage magic trips. They run anywhere from $27.09 per person based on double occupancy to $32.99 per person based on double occupancy. Kids are lower than the adult price, and dates do fill up fairly quickly. Now, I also have pricing on our February and our July. July trip. They are $25.79 per person based on double occupancy, $24.49 for children under the age of 10, and $36.09 if you're a single person and want the room all to yourself. We have several people who go on the Diz and create a roommate situation. That's very simple to do. We can charge everything to two separate credit, card, credit cards Excuse me, so we can keep your payments separate. That's not an issue, but it also saves you... You know, a couple hundred bucks off the single price. I also want to point out, too, that while some people may say, oh, this is expensive, <clears throat> this is a pretty expensive trip, uh, most of your meals are included, right. all of your entertainment is included, and all of these sort of backstage things are included. So you get to see and do things that if you think about you know, trying to break this trip down, there are things you can't do yourself, first of all, and right. second of all, if you try to do yourself, it would be tremendously expensive. So... Adventures by Disney in general is very expensive. I feel that this is actually a good price. A good yeah. value. Mm-hmm. Kevin, I have a question. Um, you mentioned children. What's the youngest a child can go? Well, it depends on your child. They, I think they say six, but you're getting to see behind the curtain. And while they try and make sure that no one's disillusioned, you are seeing behind the curtain. Now, we've had... Um, we had a we, child on ours. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And she had, added to the yes, she, added yeah. to it for us. I ha, you know something? I was just going to talk about she yeah. eight at the time, I believe, eight or nine, um, something. Yeah, she yeah. was, yeah. I had a long conversation with her mom about this before. And, you know, you asked the questions. Mm-hmm. She said, this is right up her alley. Yeah. And came back and she loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she so said it was just perfect. Yeah. It will depend on your kid. You'll know your kid better than I will. I mean, if you've got an eight-year-old who's fascinated by the mechanics of Disney, this would definitely be the right thing to do. Now, also, if you take one of our Disney exclusive trips, we've been known to add to what Disney does. We have had uh, Disney legend Bob Gurr. I'm sorry, not Bob Gurr. He was on the Disney Cruise Line. Uh, Marty Sklar, Dave Smith, and just recently we had Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly. Right. And they're the gentlemen who designed the current parade at Disneyland. And they came and sat with our group. During the parade and talked about the details. And wow, that that's awesome. And these are things that are just our group. We right. we enhance yeah. our group. Yeah. We try to make something a plus for our We also, folks. you know, have been known to send along little things with our group and stuff like that. We always try and make it a little extra special. Right. Um, before we move on, I do want to make a correction. We had talked about after that video that, you know, uh, certain places do not allow cameras. Disney Studios is not one of those. You You're able to take cameras into certain locations in Disney Studios. Right. It just wasn't included in that video. Um, you can take pictures outside of Imagineering. Right. Just not once you walk through a door. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to. Actually, Imagineering, we weren't allowed to take our cameras off the bus. That's right. right. Yeah. Um, right. But we could take them into Jim Henson and take photos there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know if things have changed. Yeah. but That has was, changed because we used to have to put the cameras in a box in Jim but Henson. But only when you went in one location. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They, they, they actually had a box out in the parking lot. And everybody <laughs> had a lock, including okay. your phone. Um, the only thing, too, though, is that Outside of Imagineering isn't that exciting. 
Right. It's a brick building. It's like, <laughs> I could take a picture of a yeah. uh, building in Winter Park and say, look, it's Imagineering. The cool thing when you drive into the area is all of the buildings have uh, the numbers on the buildings are on Disney cast member badge oh. shapes. Which is kind of cool for a I Disney geek. I didn't notice that detail. You didn't notice when you're driving by? All uh, the buildings have name tags for numbers. But when it's you're really cool. there, it's like unless you knew that, like to look that it was Disney, you don't know that you're like in like Disney heaven. Because right. Right. it looks like any other. Right. Now, we were allowed, the heaven if we wanted to take yeah. a picture outside, we were allowed to get off the bus and take a picture. And then put our cameras back on the bus if you wanted a picture in front of a man. And I think it's pretty obvious that this is an exciting trip, and we're yeah. excited mm-hmm. to talk about it right. all over the place. So. Yeah, yeah. So I want to, <laughs> I want to start with uh, our experience in Hollywood. Um, you know, we were at the we were at the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel. It was right there on Hollywood and Highland. Uh, Highland. You're literally attached to what was the Kodak Theater, and is now the uh, the Dolby Theater. Um, and you're right next to the. Um, Grumman's Chinese theater. So you're right there in the heart of it all. And, you know, there is a portion of the Adventures by Disney trip where we take a a nice little stroll around Hollywood and see some different things. Uh, One of which, of course, is they talk a little bit about the Walk of Fame and and the Dolby Theater and the complex that we're in. Um, You can't get any more centrally located in Hollywood than this. This is is dead center. The other thing I like about it, too, is, uh, as you mentioned, is that the stuff is right there. So on your your own time, you can walk right out the door and go see Grauman's Chinese Theater. You can walk across the street to... the soda fountain and the freaky uh, people walking on the street i love it that's something we need to talk about hollywood and highland is in an urban area it's not scary it's not oh no it's not scary at all area and you behave like you would in any urban area right you want to be conscious of your surroundings you want to make sure you protect yourself and are aware of what's going on but i wouldn't say it's dangerous no i would say when you were there did you realize you were just around the corner from hollywood high no. Hollywood High backs up to El Capitan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We saw it when we yeah. went um, behind. What was the sh- We went when, and saw. When we went to see Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. The concerts for Jimmy Kimmel are actually behind the building. Right. Yeah. And there's so these the, huge murals on the walls of like Judy Garland and John Ritter yeah. on the high school. It's pretty cool. I love that. So, yeah. I mean, this is Hollywood history. This is where it all is and where it all happens. You don't like Jimmy Kimmel, do you? I didn't. I loved Jimmy Kimmel until we went to see him in person. See, I still like him. No. He was just a butt, but you yeah. know, it's just the way No, I don't believe that Jimmy Kimmel was an option on our trip it's this no time no longer around. involved. Oh, no, good. however, some people yeah. did get tickets for themselves. And yeah, they did. went on the free night. Right. So. It's just not part of it. You don't tour right. the Jimmy Kimmel studio any longer. Right. What we did tour was the El Capitan Theater, which yes, was that, absolutely beautiful. Beautiful inside. And that guy's still the same gentleman gives you the tour, right? Was it the, the guy that was yeah. in the yeah. video? Yeah, yeah. 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 love yeah. him. The general manager. Yeah. What's really great about this is there's the history of the theater itself. There's the history of Disney taking it over and uh, refurbishing it. There's the, I, you get to go on stage. Right. You guys get to see, got to see the organ. Uh, we saw that on one of our trips. And I got to say, I think that was the highlight of one of our trips. It was really cool for us because we saw it underneath the stage at first. Yeah. So we got to see the actual, I forget the name of the, um, the elevator. It has like a special stage name, but it was on the, on the elevator. And then when we went upstairs into the actual theater, they had raised it. So we got to see it. One of our trips, one of the gentlemen on the trip played the organ. I remember that. And they let him, he was an organist and they let him come up and play the organ. So every trip cool. is, is tweaked and slightly right. different Everything because of the people different. and the circumstances. Depends, it depends on who's on the trip with you. But Things, this is so cool. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there. Were you on the trip where everybody does Kermit hands? No, no, no we were on that one. Yeah. 
<laughs> but again, yeah, this is something that. that, you know, you think about who gets the chance to walk up on that stage. Yeah. Yeah. And see that stuff and get near that stuff. Another cool thing that happened when we were there is they were actually doing a screening of uh, Monsters University. So we kind of had to work around their schedule um, because they were doing this for like a group of, I think, I don't know, film, not critics, but just they were like. They were students from the uh, American Film Institute. Okay. Yeah. So they, they were having a screening. So we kind of had to work around them. So we were in the theater for a couple minutes and then we left and we could hear the movie starting and when all the people went in and it, it was pretty cool. Um, One of the things we got to see, you know, this is right across the street from the hotel. Yeah. So if you have some free time, there are, you know, there's always a movie playing. They have something called a curtain show. And it's uh, this thing that happens before the movie starts. And when they first told us about it, uh, when they first started showing Toy Story Mania, I'm sorry, Toy Story, the first Toy Story, they had army, the army guys rappel down from the balcony. Oh, so wow. it's not just like, it's not just a short or a preview that plays before it. It's usually something that involves theatrics. Yeah, they right? have a live stage show. Right. And there's all theaters used to do that, though. Right. So, yeah, it's kind of. So they played that for us. So again, that was something that was different. We only had that on one trip. But again, every trip is different. Everything is tweaked a little bit. And this is stuff that you never thought you'd get a chance to see. And, of course, this is one of the old, uh, like, cathedral-style um, theaters that uh, is one of very few. I can't remember the exact number that has the mighty Wurlitzer organ in it. And um, that's a show in itself, if you if you happen to catch that's a movie awesome. that has that. I, I grew up in a town that had one of these theaters. Yeah. The Bird Theater in Richmond had a Wurlitzer as well. It's like and, the Fox in Atlanta. Yeah, it's, got, it's just amazing. One of the little amazing. tidbits about the theater that when Disney bought it, it needed to be rehabbed. And they wanted to restore it back to its original, the way it looked when it was first built. And they found that the secretary of the architect of the theater was still alive. And they contacted her, and she had all of his files. And they found the color sheets that he used, the wow. color samples. Fabric swatches. And were able to recreate everything from the, I believe it was built in the early 20s or early 30s. I apologize. I don't it's remember the 20s. But they were able to restore the theater back to its original splendor using the exact right colors. It's beautiful. And of course, another thing we did in uh, Hollywood was, as you saw in the video, was the Jim Henson Studios. Um, this, for me, I'm a, I'm a huge Muppet nerd. Love the Muppets. All the movies. Yeah, remember we talked about there's something different for everybody? Yeah. For me, the big thing was that was Charlie Chaplin's yep, studio. That's okay. what got me. And that the Carpenters had recorded yes, there. Yes. Right. That just we put are a chill down my back. Yeah. There. It just mm-hmm. it used to be an A and M. Yeah. You see the yeah. little vault where Chaplin kept his shoes mm-hmm. or whatever right. the heck. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> it not only speaks to, you know, the the Muppets now, but it speaks to Hollywood history. Yeah. And the things that happened there. Just a man I mean, and it's so I know they've redone it, but it's still, you could tell, you can feel what happened yes. there. The barn at the back of the yeah, theater is the on the historic registry, and yeah. it, it's being kept in the best shape possible. It was very I, cool I, to be able to touch it. The thing I think is cool about these trips is we talked about the organ and going up on stage, and now we talk about Jim Henson, and I don't want to give specifics, right. but every location you go to, there's something that's hands-on. Right. Yes. It's, some, it's not just okay. We're going to sit here and we're going to listen to them talk about Jim Henson. This is great. It's you know you get to see and do and experience and touch things that you never would get on well, a regular. That's, no, that's all yeah. backstage magic, though. Right. I mean, every one of them. We did. We painted stained glass in Barcelona. I mean, that is so cool that it, it's it just, a hands-on, it's a hands-on thing. thing. And it just yeah. It's so awesome. we talk about Jonah Jim Henson, and some people go, oh, "How's how boring is that? I'm going to walk through a studio." It's not. It's no, very, it very cool. We actually saw Nick Jonas that day. He was yeah. at the uh, oh, really? Jim Henson Studios. Yeah. 
That's cool. Yeah, at the yeah. recording studio. I think I think our group really, in, as a whole, enjoyed Jim Henson. This, this is one of those places where if the group is large enough, they'll split you off into two different yeah. groups, yeah. and yeah. Um, you'll you know you'll see one thing first, and then they'll see something else. Yeah. And and we uh, we got lucky in some of the things that we were able to see that are another one of those like toss up things. Will it be open? Will it not be? Did you have lunch there? Uh, we did not have okay, lunch there. Changed that. They've yeah. changed that. Yeah, that okay. used to have lunch at the Jim Henson Studios, but they've changed that. For now you go okay. to the Tam. Oh, yeah, cool. you go to the Tam O'Shanter, okay, nice. which was again really cool. This is uh, the picture you're seeing here is the back corner in the main room of the Tam O'Shanter, which it looks like an old rustic. Um, it's Scottish themed. Uh, Scottish themed uh, pub. And that back corner seat is uh, Walt Disney's table. Oh wow! And and so a lot of people lined up to you know. Get and that's interesting too. We talk about every group is different. I saw you have people go and have pictures taken there. I don't remember being with a oh, group. Were. were they really? Mm. Just I wasn't paying attention. This is one of the places that you hear in fables, <laughs> uh, Walt Disney stories, that he would give the animators, the Imagineers, a quarter and say, go have dinner, and this is where they would go to dinner. <laughs> but they had to come back then at work that right. night. <laughs> and finish up what they were doing. And they would get John, one french fry for a quarter. Yeah, John, give me a quarter. I need to go. <laughs> Talking about meeting people, we were in the Tam O'Shanter, and we all met Dick Van Dyke. I don't want to hear trip. about that again. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hear about that, though. I've we heard die. that story so many times. <laughs> Every day we're going to meet somebody when we yeah. go. No Nick Jonas or... And again, this is one of those Dick things where people go went crazy that we were eating in the Tam O'Shanter. So that's cool, though. I like that better than the Henson. Yeah. I mean, the Henson thing was and, nice, but this yeah. is well, the Henson thing. You ate at the picnic table in the parking lot. Yeah, so and it, this was, no, we uh, were this on a definitely. soundstage. We were on a soundstage. Oh, we had oh, were you? Yeah. It kind of with the Tam O'Shanter. It kind of depends on how big of a, a, a Disney fan you really are, as far as the history. If if you're really into that and you know what it is and you know what it means in Disney history, you're going to have a great time. If not, you're still going to have a really great lunch. You know. Well, it's again we talk about the layers. That's been around since 1927. Mm-hmm. So it, there's a, a great deal of Hollywood history involved yeah. in that also. Beyond and I think there's something for everybody on this trip. Mm-hmm. You know, there's we talked about uh, being well, our chaplain's barn. Right. So there's a different level for everybody. Some people were absolutely thrilled that it was the Muppets. Some of us were just awed that we were walking around Charlie Chaplin's yeah. studio. Teresa loved the fact that the Carpenters recorded their albums there. Yeah, yeah the whole, yeah. And that's like the you thing. said, on so many different levels. That's the thing with Hollywood and the Hollywood history. You keep running into things that, you know, you can recognize from, from your childhood or whenever. Yeah. Yeah. When I roamed the streets of Hollywood. Yeah, I remember that. Well, with Tam O'Shanter, one thing to mention, too, they actually just recently filmed uh, scenes from The Office, the American version of The Office oh. in there. So it's not even just relevant on an old Disney scale. Like, if you watch television today, there's a good chance you've actually seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that goes with a lot of the places on the tour, like Muppet Studios you might or Henson Studios. You might think it's just a normal studio. But if you've seen the updated Muppet movie from 2011, they use the facade in that. And yeah. so when you first pull up, you recognize it from that movie. Yep. So you don't have to be into old, old history. Is that what you're saying? You right. don't have to yeah. be. No, you just if you don't have to know the history, you can still. Right. You can learn about it through Enjoy like it. relevant things. Yeah. I, get it. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to add to our Hollywood experience? 
um, before we go into like the next day where we do. Well, I think we should mention at least Walt's Barn and the train. Uh, oh, that's not on here. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. So after Tamashander, we went to um, Walt's Barn. Um, we got to do a tour of that. Um, see a lot of cool, um, like historic artifact kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Ward Kimball's model trains were there. Um, we got to just kind of tour around the little areas. A lot of furniture that like Walt built, even, which was so cool to actually see and be able to touch a desk that Walt Disney made. Oh yeah. Um, and then we actually got to ride this little train kind of thing. It was yeah. cute. Yeah. I know there was a lot of teary-eyed people when we did the train, just thinking that this was something that had belonged to Walt. Right. And then here we were getting a chance to this ride on it. This was in his backyard. This was the Carol. You rode the yeah. Carolwood Express. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The barn was in his backyard, too. Mm-hmm. Well, they tell you that what happened was that the barn was moved, but it's been rehabbed. It's not, the, it's not all original. They, Walt actually had the barn built, and when they bu- built the barn at the place, they built it, but they had to build a sag into it because the one on huh. Walt's backyard sagged. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that. That was a, that was a cool portion. Um, you know, and you had these, these uh, gentlemen that were working there as volunteers that are very enthusiastic yes. about what they do. Uh, I know a lot of them are retired Disney cast members from different roles, uh, and and they they really take it seriously, and they they know a lot of history and a lot about trains. Yeah. And if you're and they're willing that, to answer all of your questions, oh yeah. And a lot of that just speaks to how Californians and Disneyland visitors how they feel about the train. There, it's completely different mm-hmm. than the way Walt Disney World fans feel about our train. We just look at it as a transportation mode. Disneyland thinks of it as like the greatest thing, like a holy grail of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So. And, and another thing to note about the, the train barn before we move on is that it is run by volunteers, and it's amazing what these guys have put together on mm-hmm. a, a nonprofit, you know, a, a, a no-budget kind of thing. Yeah, and they do have merchandise there that you can uh, purchase things, and the money goes to helping them. And you know, right. yeah, Since the first one we've done to the last one we've done, that whole area has grown tremendously. Yeah. There was the barn and there was the train the What's first time hell? we went. They've got an actual car yeah. from the Carolwood Express. Oh, they were now working on that part when of we it. were there. There's a, a whole back area now that's kind of like a little walking path. They've expanded like a picnic area. Now, oh. if you're interested in doing this on your own and not doing it, make sure you check. Because it's not, it's not open, open every se- every day. Right. Yeah, actually, just the drive to get back up and then that was cold. Yeah, yeah, this day they were there um, just for us. They're not normally open on the day that we went. Right. So this was like a really special thing that they were coming in and working. I think yeah. they're normally open every Sunday or every other Sunday, something like that. Yeah. They have a website. <laughs> Show notes. They have internet. Yeah. <laughs> and that's isn't that we went up that way? Isn't you go by where the carousel is? Correct. Yeah. That when we did it, the right. road was blocked off or whatever, and we didn't get to see the carousel. But just even thinking that I was like in the neighborhood where like it all started for Walt. That it was, here was a weepy his, trip. I remember crying yes, a lot on that trip. It was for me too because it's like you going know, to Walmart's a weepy trip <laughs> for you. <laughs> well, for me, you know, because yeah. I said it was like the carousel. Like, where would we all be? If Walt hadn't had that idea, and here we were at the inspiration for that, and to right. be able to go in all the places that Walt had a hand in, there's there's parts of this trip that you just can't get into every single detail. Right. But even drive riding on the bus, you pass by the cemetery where he's buried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You pass Hospital. by the park where the carousel was that he made that. And first all of this thing. is in the Griffith house. Park. Yeah. And in Griffith yeah. Park, a huge number of famous Walt or oh, uh, yeah. famous uh, Hollywood uh, westerns were filmed. Right. And for Craig, movies as recently as three or four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I've probably seen some of them. (laughs) This this first Hollywood day is... 
definitely a lot of cool stuff for Disney fans, but you feel it on that first day, the build up to the next day. Everyone is kind of waiting for the next day. And that's the day that you start off with Imagineering. And that's, I, I, I don't know anybody that can say that's probably not the highlight. That's of, actually of Disney Studios. Oh, well, it is, but we didn't take a picture. Yeah, I don't think anyone said yeah. it was Imagineering. Yeah. Yeah. We're just yeah, getting it's ready. Just getting ready. Yeah. No one's seeing it now. Yeah. I didn't say anybody did say it. All right, so Imagineering. Yeah, Imagineering <laughs> is, is in Glendale, and it, it's kind of one of those things where we, we want to be careful with some of the details that, that we talk about. But uh, we do split up into two groups, and I remember hearing a review that you guys did a couple years ago about that, that moment where the two groups collide. They, they go past each other. One person saw you know one thing at Imagineering. The other group saw another thing, and it is that moment where you're like, okay, our thing is better than yours. No, That's exactly how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. You literally pass each other walking on the sidewalk, and you think that you saw the cooler thing, but yeah. really you're going to see something just as cool. Just so. as cool. Yeah. As, as a Disney fan, going into Imagineering, and again, I really don't want to give a lot of the details away at all, um, but as a Disney fan, you're seeing a, a lot of things, a lot of original things that you just, when you see them, you you're And like, everybody wow. has a different, let me tell the story, everybody has a different point of, uh, of what is the excitement for them? Kevin found the Florida room. Oh, yeah. And so we didn't totally freaked out. Well, it was not. Well, I didn't even find okay. it. Someone said to me, "I just, you know, my feeling is if the door is open, I'm allowed to look." And I was just standing there looking around, and the man asked me if I knew what it was, and I said, "No." He said, "That's Walt's Florida room." Oh wow! And I thought, "What the big picture was Walt with the pointer?" Yeah, I, I tell Katie that story all the time. That <laughs> that's like my memory of Walt Disney. Right. And I didn't know what a Disney was, but you know, every time I see that picture, I get goosebumps. And if I would have been able to see that room, it's just an office now. Yeah, right. I know, but I mean, to and know this that is that the was experience it. Experience at Imagineering, you're walking around the halls. You're you're walking the halls that are part of the creative process of the things that we love. I was so, standing next to a cabinet at one point, and each drawer was labeled, <laughs> and the drawer labels said "Original World's Fair Concept." <laughs> And I thought, go ahead, turn your head. Just turn. If you could just open that, get out the big bag. There were a thousand of those situations. Like we would be walking through these hallways, and you'd see either cabinets or like drawers or just tables covered in paper of drawings and stuff that you just want to rifle through. Right. You just like. But there's like three people there with you, so you can't. You can't even look at something without you know them noticing. But we had we had a good chance to to really take a, a a nice tour through some of the different buildings different departments that they have again i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything but i do want to say one thing though i apologize for keeping yeah. interrupting you because this is a very cool part of the of the tour every group goes through imagineering and every group gets to see uh something different that they're working on yeah mm-hmm. uh we got to see them do the mine train they had mock-ups of the mine train there couldn't take pictures and stuff but we were know, going was- through one time and they were making large figurines and come to find out they were for the Disney dream. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you can't talk about specifics a lot of times because you don't know what someone's going to see. Right. But I guarantee you, you're going to see cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I think exactly. when we went through, um, weren't they working on um, uh, Be Our Guest? They were doing yeah. the gargoyles for what was front, what That's we now cool. see here. Yeah. How cool and is what's that? What's really cool is you get to see them and you think where are they going to go? What's yeah. that going mm-hmm. to? And then all of a sudden we were walking on the deck. It was the things that we saw. We saw um, who hangs off the back of the dream. Isn't it goofy? I think he hangs off the uh, back. If I'm wrong. Um 
But we saw all of these large fish, and it's that little aquatic play area for the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was all of a sudden, you know, you have this realization, oh, that's what I saw to be engineering. So, and fine. you can get into situations like we did. I won't go into depth about it, but we saw something whenever we were walking through one room that they totally didn't intend for us to see. Because then whenever we left that room, they had black sheets covering it all completely. I am convinced that I saw a mock-up for Cars Land Walt Disney World. Because oh. I looked into a room and I thought, this looks... Are you looks... just like walking off by yourself? No, it was we were looking at one thing and I turned around and the big room behind me was open. Yeah. And I was, I just, I did not walk in, I did not touch, I was just looking. And next thing I know, someone came over and closed the black <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Alves just posted on the boards, apropos to something else completely, always make sure you look behind you when you're at Walt Disney World. Because you never know what special thing they've... You know, most people look forward. They always, you know, surprise you with something behind you. It's kind of like that here. Make sure you have eyes in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. And so you're so excited. You just saw Imagineering, and your trip isn't even started yet. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, what else can we see? Yeah, and, and I don't want to skip past you. Of course, you do have uh, a chance to shop at uh, Mickey's of Glendale. and that Highlight for any Disney fan. Yeah. Oh, and can it, yeah, my helpful tip for there is if you're going to use a credit card, let your credit card company know that you're in a different place. <laughs> oh, Lord, I forgot. Because I went up with, what, close to $500 worth of stuff, yeah. and my credit card was declined. And it was because I was, like, buying little things in California, and they yeah. didn't really, you know, they were trying to do me a favor, but I had to explain to everybody, no, my credit's still good. Right, in front of all of the dizzers. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, he's a deadbeat. It is mm-hmm. the best company store you'll ever go in. Oh, it's it's sure kind is. of madness. Like, yeah. it's like Black Friday. Yeah. With, well, with also, our groups, yeah. Right, they also, you get to experience it with Pete, which is a completely <laughs> different experience. You want to shop for yourself, but you also don't want to get killed. It's like that nature <laughs> photo. Please don't kill me. Of the bugs that go over the bones of the animal, and then they all back out, and the, and the animal bones are perfectly clean. It can skeletonize a cow. That's an ABD trip to Mickey's of Glendale. Uh-huh. A dog. But after after Imagineering, of course, we head over to uh, the Disney Studios. Oh, my favorite. This this was Teresa's yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. This um, was like Pollyanna. And- Everything all wrapped into one. It was it was really cool to see, and, and and on the bus ride there, we got to watch this film about like the history of the Disney Studios and and all that. So it really got us revved up um, to see these different sites, and we got you know got to walk around some of the different buildings, some of the old buildings, some of the new buildings, um, and you kind of see how the the studio has expanded over the years. My big thing as we pulled in is across the street is the hospital where Walt died, mm-hmm. yeah. and I can remember my son calling me on the phone and I'm like. <laughs> across the street from the hospital where Walt died and my sons are like yeah but and I'm like you don't get this it's like you know here's the studios this was the hospital it's like for me it was like connecting all the dots they used to walk his lunch across the street from the studio yeah I mean how cool is that and if you're a Disney cast member to like go see like sort of like where it all started right Uh, you get to do a tour of studios you get to see the archives yeah. Which is very cool. Yes. Um, Kevin has a tip, though, about shopping at the studios. There's a company D store across the street, and there's also a Disney store. From the commissary. Right. Uh, and you get to have lunch at the commissary, and the commissary is, well, the food's good. It's a commissary. It's a yeah. cafeteria. Yeah. I spent my time in the store across the street. See, I like the commissary because 
I just sat there and was giving every one of those people in there a backstory because what the heck were they <laughs> yeah, doing? Right, there? You, you wonder are they and actors? Now, are what they are producers? they doing? You know, and I was trying to hear conversations, <laughs> try to. And at least for us, it, you got an unbelievable amount of food. So you get these little coupons, kind of like the the dining plan, but you get like an entree, a side, and a drink and a dessert. And, and the food you, was okay. What it was you, great. What did food's you get, good. Sean? We got these huge taco salads that I swear were the size of my head. The largest taco That's salad big. I've wow. ever I have seen. To in my tell life. you, one time we were running late. They came around and people were mid fork and they took their food away from them. We're like, we, we gotta go. We were running late. So, but uh, that company D store, yeah, you yeah, should go I in there. Bought yeah. some stuff in there. It was kind of now, cheap. Again, too. I'm going to bring this back to Craig. It doesn't have to do anything with old history, but if you're ever fans of the show Brothers and Sisters or a lot of the shows <laughs> that are on ABC, yeah. a lot of the exterior shots are shot outside on the Disney Studios. Actually. If Sorry, you're a brothers and sisters fan, they were always at a coffee shop, and that was the patio outside the commissary. Oh, okay, didn't realize. I think my favorite thing about the studio, even though I made all the like the relevant statements and stuff, but whenever I was talking about this trip with Pete, before I even found out that I got to go on this portion, uh, it was mainly about how I can't wait to see the studios one day because I like to watch the Reluctant Dragon short with um where they have the guy walking around the studios where he's going to pitch his cartoon to walt and i mean yeah it's changed since then but Mm -hmm. like you see the mickey avenue dopey drive sign and that's one of the first things you also see whenever you get there you get to see the ink and paint building you get to see animation like it's all there from the 40s whenever that little short movie was put out and for the most part it's still Resembles exactly what it was like in there. It looks and just so. like it. Yeah. And can you imagine yeah. working there then? I mean, that just—that's yeah. what kept going through my mind. It's like, oh, the people that actually worked in we, here. And what's funny just, is you talk to the people that did work there, and they don't have the same view of it, view of it as you did, as yeah. you do. Well, they it's kind like of say a dream. to themselves. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> in fifty years, when we do a documentary, people are going to go, "I wish I was Teresa." <laughs> I asked Bob I don't have her. that view. I asked Bob Gray, I said, when did you realize that this was huge? And he said, we didn't. We just were doing our jobs. Yeah. And I think when you hear that, I mean, people who were inking and painting during Pinocchio probably didn't realize what Pinocchio would yeah. be. Right. No, right. no, you don't. But that's what makes it so cool. And to see that Legends Plaza where all the, the handprints and you just walk by and go, wow, and look yeah. at that one. And yeah. That's all the all awesome. the all the Disney legends are have plaques right out there, and of course that's where the corporate headquarters for Disney is uh, for the Disney company as a whole is, is there as well. And do you have a picture of the partner statue? You can recreate Teresa. Yeah, and we recreated the little Walt statue and uh, Mickey. It's down there. It's at the end of that that yeah. long walkway. There's the uh, another partners. We were uh, watching statue. a show one night, and they were. It was a uh, fancy hotel, and a limo pulled up outside to pick up the people. It was brothers and sisters. It's brothers and sisters, and it was the front of the executive building. <laughs> oh they wow! Used that as a hotel. It was great. What an awesome day that was. Yeah. This for, for me, I love this day, and of course the studios. When you really think about it in Walt Disney history, this is where he spent. Yeah. Most of the time of all the places mm-hmm. we go, this is where he spent most of his time. And it's really cool to be able to literally walk in his footsteps going through the studios. And like you said, see the soundstage where Mary Poppins yeah. was made. I think that might be my tip for people doing um, the backstage magic when they get to the studios. I kind of knew about it because we did the Paramount tour leading up to it. And they point out like every time you go past the soundstage, they have a plaque that says, what was filmed there. And Walt Disney Studios kind of has the same exact thing, yeah. 
but they actually like detail it out and write descriptions. So like I got a really big kick whenever we passed the sound stage where they actually like filled it up with water for twenty thousand leagues. Oh yeah. Like it's if you take the time to actually look and not just say like, Oh, there's buildings, there was stuff filmed there, you can actually read more into the history because a lot of times you're moving so fast the guides don't have time to tell you every single thing. Right. Is there anything else you want to add to the studios before we move on to the theme parks? Well, I would just mention um, another one of my tips is ABD handles your luggage. And so once you arrive, it's like you don't have to worry about it ever again. But when you load your stuff on the bus to then go to the theme parks, keep your medicine with you. Okay. Because our suitcases got lost between Hollywood and and Disneyland and I thought well it's such a short ride and they're going to put it underneath the bus Um, I'll just put my medicine in my suitcase well the suitcases never made it from the hotel and that's a whole nother long story but my mistake was is I thought well I'll just put it in the suitcase anything you need that's important carry it with you on the bus that's true wherever you travel right exactly but I thought and I know I'm not minimizing your experience because I know you guys had a rough time with losing your luggage (laughs) we've been on many many yeah. Adventures by Disney, and we've never had anybody lose right. anything. That, well, that was just so a, it was such that a was just a freaking weird, weird I don't want thing. people that, but it adds it. to our trip. Right. Well, on the last trip, you all lost power at the Grand Floridian. We Grand lost California. Grand Californian. Yeah. I do that all the time. We lost water. We lost water. Mm-hmm. water. Water. So I mean. Because then we get Someone's the questions. out of your control. Yeah. We get questions. Oh no, I don't want to go on this trip because Kathy and Teresa lost their luggage. Oh the no, luggage no. first time I'm, we've ever had that. No, she just we, we had met. We had many funny stories over our luggage getting lost. That you know that that added to the trip. I'm just saying that on a personal level, I never do that. But I thought, well, hey, it's only a short hop across town, so just anything you need, just carry it with you, and that goes. Anytime for you get on a bus. They will tell you that the bus is secured. So, for instance, you had to leave your cameras on the bus when you went into Imagineering. The bus is secured. There's a right. driver with the bus at all time. You're welcome to bring anything you think you're going to need on the bus with you. You know, they don't want you to bring your entire suitcase with you because, you know, there are, they do need seats for people. Right. There's space issues. But you're allowed to bring anything with you. People bring laptops. People bring iPads. People bring cameras. You can leave them on the bus. So that's a good tip no matter where you go. Right. Always keep your medication with you. I also want to add, too, that transportation is really high class. You're on oh, it Mercedes is. Yeah. Yeah. luxury bus. Yeah. You're never full. It's never like. You know, every seat is taken. There's always extra seats. This isn't romancing the stone. Right. So, I mean, the transportation is really... And every opportunity they get, they give you water and snacks. And, I mean, so it's, like, really nice experience. So if ever you are, like, thirsty or anything, there's always a cooler. And it got to the point where we were wondering where these coolers were. Like, they just showed up out of nowhere. (laughs) with ice-cold water. There was another bus following you with coolers (laughs) and snacks. I think there was. And even the bus driver knew a lot and added to the conversation. I was just going to say that we had a bus driver one time who was an old Hollywood history buff yeah, and showed us where Schwab's drugstore was and where nightclubs were and there this happened and where that happened so it was really so it was really kind of cool to have somebody um, mm-hmm. sort of give you that tour that was unexpected now as as we leave the Disney Studios of course that night you head into um, the Grand California uh, at Disneyland and you actually get to uh, 
spend some time uh, at the Disneyland Park uh, that evening, and you spend the next two days at the at the theme parks mm-hmm. as well. Um, but that that night is uh, where you get. Um, your dinner is at Big Thunder Ranch, which has recently changed. Well, that's um, you get your you get a private kind of room at Haunted Mansion. The whole group fills up the the room at Haunted Mansion, which you guys had mentioned earlier. Yeah. It was is really cool. And when you get a bunch of Disney fans in the Haunted Mansion, yes. they're all going to recite the, yeah. the uh, narration. These are things that we should point out too that things can change. Right. We used to eat in a different spot. We used to eat at Steakhouse 55, decided to change it to in the park so that you have more access to it. Well, not Sometimes only that, but there's... it was very, very rushed. By get From getting through Imagineering and then the studios and then getting to Anaheim in traffic, we had a time at Steakhouse 55 and it was always very rushed. Because there's something going on that night. We want They want to get us to that thing at night. So they've changed that out so... That sort of relieves some of the pressure. And they try to do these private rides of right. rides. They don't may not always happen, so don't say, I heard on the news that you know they all got the right Honda Mansion. These are things they're going to try to do for you. Another thing is people will start planning on their own time. Well, I want to see the fireworks. I want to see World of Color. I want to see the parade. ABD takes care of all of mm-hmm. Exactly. In a, the best way possible. Yeah. Yeah, so like, for example, that night we actually got to see Fantasmic at a uh, dessert party. Yeah. So it's like it's perfect. Yeah, the after first you're done night? eating, the first night that oh, we were okay. there. Yep. Yeah. And um, you had a private area yep, just for you guys. It's roped off, and you get like this nice little uh, box with desserts and stuff, and hot mm-hmm. chocolate, coffee, whatever awesome. you want, water. Isn't that cool? Um, and it's perfect. Yeah. So especially when you see the throngs of people, oh, yes. trying to get in, and you think, oh, I have my own private little. Place. That's my least favorite part of Disneyland. There, that little narrow thing by Tarzan's tray oh, yeah. it gives me it makes me so claustrophobic. <laughs> the the following day. We had a really cool experience in the morning. Um, we were able to, our group was able to, you know, go early in the morning before anybody else into the park. And uh, that's when we started our backstage tour of the actual park itself. Um, but we had a chance to take photos and, and whatnot with the castle by ourselves. Which I is don't want to make your experience any less special, but everybody gets to do that. So if you're thinking that that's something you're looking forward to, that's a typical thing. Okay. No, this, was, this was roped off, and they were holding guests back. So yeah, we were taking a little bit longer, yeah. I think, than they expected, and they actually were holding the crowd back. Oh, that's cool. Holding oh, yeah, the they were holding the, yeah, all the guests. Trip we've, been yeah. on, we've been in before yeah. the park opened. And, and it's early. Pictures. It's an early oh, morning. Yeah. But you walk down Main Street by yourself. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, of course, we got to see a couple uh, different backstage areas, different rides. And I don't know how much they are subject to change. Yeah, they're subject Um, to change. They're kind of special stuff. I think we could just tell people that you're going to be able to do some backstage ride experiences that are awesome. Well, we don't want to give it away. Oh, we can't tell what rides we I, I think that those are part of the surprises. Okay. I think that you don't want to give those away. But you're going to see, for the Disney fan... Who wants to see how stuff works, you're going to see how stuff works. Yeah. And can I say that, like, before we went and you guys kept going, we're not going to tell you. We're not, <laughs> I want to tell you how frustrated right. I was. Yeah. Tick me off. But it really was nice to be able to experience myself without. Don't you want, we want other people to have that excitement of experiencing it and right. almost discovering it for right. themselves that exactly. we got to have. The other thing that we have to worry about is the last time we went, we were walking through Disneyland, and they said, we just got word that something that we've never done before is available. We're going to go do that now. And as far as I know, it was a one-off. Okay. So I don't want to tell people that that's what we got to do because it's not available on everyone. I'll just say, if you're a Disney fan, no matter where they take you, 
you're going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to, you know, I said there was some things that I felt was almost like a religious experience because I got to experience it with other like-minded right. Disney people. And there are some things I think we can talk about. Yeah. I think we can talk about the fact Kevin mentioned that you get to go up over the firehouse. Right. Mm-hmm. And see Walt's apartment. Uh, that's not a secret, that you know, but it's something that, uh, not everybody gets to see or do. So now here you go. You guys are really Disney fans. It was one of those moments where you just like, oh my god! Like I can, I can just see Walt Disney walking around, pacing around in this room, this this one room where they had. Uh, it and, wasn't as big as I thought it no, was going to be. A little bit smaller. Just thinking about it right now, I have chills mm-hmm. yeah. because it's one of those things where you get up there and it's 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 an apartment. It's small. But, I mean, just like Dustin said, you can absolutely picture Walt Disney there, and you see his bathroom, you see his couch, you see his bed, which, I mean, his couch turned into a bed, but, I mean, it's just so unbelievable. Out on the Um, little patio, watching the crash. Yeah, there's a little patio. You know, I do have to tell people that the majority of this trip is handicapped accessible, scooter accessible, wheelchair accessible. Walt Disney's apartment is not. Actually, it is. is. Actually, it's not. that, That elevator works sometimes. Okay. But not all the time. Okay. We've had right. people well, be de- been, been denied access. This wasn't even an ele- elevator. They actually made very special accommodations for Tony, who was a guest with, with us. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's not an every time thing. But it, I was, was it blown an away. lift? Yes. It was not a permanent elevator. It was... Right. It was that doesn't elevator. work all the time. Okay. So we have to tell people that that's okay. possible. That possible. You, uh, but I will just but say... they will do their best. This, right. was, this was possible this time. Um, so it was a nice bonus. And we were blown away at how... Easy it was. They were very accommodating. So I agree. Yeah, they're very very good about right. it. And again, I just will, don't want anybody to be disappointed. Absolutely, I totally understand. And again, they will try so hard to make sure everybody sees it and has a good time. So yeah. And if there are certain things that are just simply not wheelchair accessible or handicap accessible, they find really great alternatives. Right. They really do. And I deal with this question a lot. And this is one of the adventures. And the adventures that happen in the United States are much more accessible than those that happen in Europe. We have the ADA. Most of the rest of the world does not. This is one portion of it that can be inaccessible. Did you guys get to ride uh, the train? We did. We actually rode uh, the Lily Bell. I don't think it was this day. But some uh, some of the group went um, right after Walt's apartment. Right. It was I like some of extra. Us, yeah, some of us went the next day. But we got to go on the Lily Bell, which was unbelievable. Because usually it's closed off and very private. Right. Um, you know, it's... I don't know if anybody... You know the real history of it. But it's it's really cool if you know, like... The history of the train and yeah. Lillian Disney. It was it was great, and it's also cool because celebrities still ride it today. Yeah, I, uh, we rode on it with our tour guide Matt, and he was telling us like which seat was Johnny Depp's favorite every time he comes to Disneyland to ride oh, the geez. train. <laughs> so of course we all took turns sitting in Johnny Depp's favorite seat on the train. So we got on the train, and our the folks on our trip were so nice. They saved John and I a love seat. Oh. I wouldn't let Stella sit on it. It was so small. I, I think that was Johnny Depp's favorite seat. Was it was that, kind was of it? like a chaise or whatever. Johnny Depp's really small. It got a small butt yeah. then. These are not big seats on the Lily Bell. And there's only like three of them, right. so there's not many options. <laughs> then uh, the other thing you guys got to do, I assume? Right. Uh, in, that, in that particular day, we got to see uh, a private area of the Sensational Parade. And, of course, oh, um, mm-hmm. that's uh, where we met up with Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly, uh, special for our particular group that was going out that time and like i said the whole group got to meet them i mean these are the creative minds behind this parade that was 
the awful. private seating area is something everybody gets. They mm. do this for multiple shows and multiple things, but this particular thing was specific for our group. It was really cool. But did you guys go into another place in Disneyland that day and see another apartment? Uh, yeah, we yeah. saw the Dream Suite. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I want to say it if you didn't get a chance to do it. Yikes. Yeah, so um, I, I don't know if this was split, just like a Walt's apartment was, but I know a group of us did go in. Um, we got to do a little tour. Um, one of the uh, guest relations cast members took us around, kind of explained things. Did, um, they're kind of like these show effects in a living room. So we got to see kind of the cool things that they do, kind of like a kiss goodnight. Um, we got to see the different bedrooms. Um, the bathroom. Kind of, woo! Yeah, the awesome bathroom, bathroom. With the um, stained glass and the yeah, little right? thing. That's yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, and then there also this really cool outdoor patio with these. Um, yeah. The thing that really stuck out for me there was uh, in the tree they kind of had these fake um, firefly lights. It was this tubing with a little fiber optic light on the end, and it would puff a little thing of air out of the tubing, so it would make the light move around. Huh. Well, that's um, cool. wow. So it was just this really cool effect cool that you details. normally don't get to see. Yeah. Um, I fell in love with the chandelier in the Dream Suite. It was like a cat. It came from a saloon in Disneyland Paris, and it was made out of spurs. And I kept thinking, if no one looks, I'm taking this home. <laughs> was it the one in the uh, Big Thunder Mountain? Uh, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. It was gorgeous. That Firefly thing. One of our. He's probably your friend on Facebook. He, my friend. I know he's my <laughs> friend on Facebook, but he's the gentleman who invented the fireflies for Disney. Oh, oh wow! Really? And he he posts his story every so often on Facebook, and you can buy his little firefly effects for your house yeah i've just got to say about the dream suite uh that's cool we at first were talking about skipping it just because we were getting exhausted and we had to get ready for the parade all that but it's one thing that you don't want to miss this is gorgeous you you, that's a that's a something you touched on that it's it's kind of like sophie's choice i'm so tired i just want to go sit down or lay down but you're afraid of what you're gonna miss keep moving keep keep moving just keep doing it people talk when they rest when they start when I help people start planning for these trips. Well, do I need restaurant reservations? Do I need this? Do I need that? What are we going to do at night? It doesn't sound like there's anything to do yeah. at night. And I try and explain to everybody, <laughs> take it easy. Yeah. You're going to be exhausted. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it not a- even just regular exhausted, being tired from walking around. It's also emotionally exhausted. It is. It yeah. is. It there, is. There was a couple days that the next morning it was like I could hardly get out of bed yesterday was just so too much it was like emotionally it was exhausting yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I loved it well that's kind of the, the, the theme of that day is seeing some of those backstage areas in the Disneyland park itself again the next day we go into California Adventure and uh very similar feel to it. Of course, there's not the Dream Suite or Walt's apartment, that kind of stuff. But we do get to see, uh, again, some backstage areas that may that may change out here and there. Um, and got to see some of the real inner workings of, yeah, of California. And it was all very current. So it was stuff that yeah. people were really interested in, yeah. um, attractions specifically. But it was it was really cool. Um, and you got to see how it worked in the backstage maintenance bay, uh, maintenance bay and all right. that stuff. And, of so course, we got some priority entrance as well to some of the different rides. I want to talk about the changes to California Adventure sure. Day. In the, mor- I, I, in the past, in the morning, you walked over to the Disneyland Hotel and you had breakfast at Goofy's Kitchen. Right. However, that's in the opposite direction that you eventually want to head. And what they've done is they have switched it out so that you now have breakfast in the Californ- the Grand Californian at Storytellers. Oh, okay. And then you go right into the park. Unfortunately for us. We didn't experience that. We didn't experience that. That is the plan. The, that day was the day that uh, California, uh, Grand Californian and Downtown Disney lost 
somehow lost their lost water. Their water. Yeah. And uh, they were able to, anybody that was interested on the ABD, our guides set up uh, a breakfast. Yeah, Matt and Dean were super on it. They took us right over to DCA to the Starbucks, got us drinks, um, any kind of breakfast sandwich that we wanted. Um, and then we were right there to go on to our next experience with the attraction. So it worked out really well. Um, you know, it was something that's unavoidable. But, you know, talking about and, that, those the guides are always one step ahead. Oh, they are. Oh, they yeah. are. Planning on the phone, making sure there's nothing going to happen. And if something happens, they're on it. They are on we it. We do this thing where you think, oh, these poor guides, come to dinner with us. Come hang out with us afterwards. Oh, no. They are working. They're working. Yeah. They're uploading pictures. They're doing, yeah. I just yeah. want to go back a second. The reason this has been changed, although it didn't happen on your trip, is to make more morning time. Yeah. Because they've added other things. Now, you do eat at Storytellers. That's where your farewell breakfast is. Right. But So you do have Storytellers two days in a row on most trips. But the reason for that was a savings in time and distance. That That's also sense. why you don't eat at Steakhouse 55 anymore. Right. So that you can be it right was not a very park. good guest experience. We literally got off the bus one day, and they told us, now we had been to Imagineering, we had been to the studios. It's a very long day. And they got off the bus and said, you don't have time to go upstairs and change or freshen up. You have to go directly to dinner. Oh, wow. So Now, after we were able to do all the different... Uh, the things that we were able to do at California Adventure, uh, I don't. Again, I don't know how much we should really talk about this, but Adventures by Disney, for someone who hasn't been on it, does a really great job at at wrapping the whole experience up, and they really end with a bang. And so that was one of the things we got to experience that day as well. The well, are you talking about the the farewell dinner, or that, after the farewell dinner? Uh, uh, well, before with the farewell dinner, we had kind of like a, a slideshow. So it was kind of like a farewell kind of presentation. And so right. the entire time you're on the trip, the guides both have point-and-shoot cameras, and they're taking photos of everything. So everything exactly. special that you get to do, they will have you pose next to and take your picture. Um, and so they kind of use these to create kind of like a little movie slideshow to recap your entire trip. God, bring your yeah. tissues. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like, yep. Oh, my gosh. But it's so whirlwind that you kind of need that. Yeah. Exactly. Remember when we yeah. did that? Exactly. Even though it's only yeah. been five days, it feels like yeah. it was a like, two-week-long trip, you yeah. know? Because you fit so much in. Yeah. And, and then, uh, so after that, after the presentation, we went over to Carthay, and that's where we had our farewell dinner. So I Carthay don't know. Circle Restaurant. Okay, that's new, that's new and different. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. You guys yeah. It was great. amazing. Now, the the... Slide presentation isn't at the restaurant. That is at um, Grand Californian. It was kind of in a conference room. That's oh, actually where dinner yeah. used to be. Okay. Oh, okay. So it was nice. You got back to the hotel. You got a chance to change for dinner. Go down, watch the presentation, then walk over as a group to the park. That's, That's awesome. very nice. That's new. And of course, we ended our experience with a, a private viewing or a private area of World of Color. Yeah. Which was is always. And it's not favorite. only a private area. It's a prime private. Oh, area. Yes. It's yes. like it's the perfect center. spot. And this really is, is one of those things that when I had seen the videos when it first came out, I'm like, no, this just isn't doing anything for me. And I know Pete and I had the discussion. And so when it finally happened, and I went, wow. It, it, just, it doesn't translate well in video, but when you see it in person, it really is worth going and seeing World of Color. I agree. I looked at it and I thought, huh. It was pretty amazing. Nothing. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not doing it very quietly. Sean talked about something that was uh, sort of, they do on every adventure, which is a slideshow, and they try to, you know, sort of foster this idea that you've been a family and you've traveled together. So that's something that's unique to Disney and Adventures by Disney. The other thing they do is every day you get a pin. 
Yeah. And you get a pin that sort of talks to you about, that sort of represents what you did that day. The theme the of the theme day. The theme of the day. So that's another part that's exclusive to Adventures by Disney. You get a Disney pin, which is awesome. Yeah. I love those pins. You They're get the awesome. lanyard. Um, I see on here there's one with a, a, a special pin with a two on it. When you go on multiple trips, now they give you a, a, an additional pin oh, okay. with how many adventures you've been yeah. on. They kind of open up the welcome dinner with a recognition, uh, recognizing the people that have traveled with Adventures okay. by Disney before. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I think at this point they're giving Pete multiples to add up to his right, right. Yeah, they don't make them ten out. and a smaller one. So right. that they can just here you get a five, a or just four, and out. a three. Well, is there is there anything else we want to talk about to kind of sum this up to, to kind of the general feeling? Yes, if you want to book it. <laughs> right to Kevin at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and I will book you on one of these trips. Uh, in addition to you know the trip and stuff and being able to work with Kevin, Dreams Unlimited Travel offers a discount on future trips, whether it be a gift card or money off of a trip. So that's our way of uh, helping you afford these trips. And for, for those of you that are Disney fans, Disney history fans, Disney movie fans, Disney theme park fans... Hollywood history fans. Hollywood, all of that stuff that we've talked about today—that is—that is what this trip is all about. It is the the hardcore Disney fan experience. It's everything that you would want as a Disney fan. I know you guys didn't start with this trip, but this is almost like this is like Disney's version of crack. You <laughs> yeah. take this trip and it's affordable and it's in the United States, so it's not as hard to travel. But as soon as you take this trip, you want to go on others. Other yes. adventures by Disney. I want to go on all of them now because look how cool it was. So it's kind of like you're going to be hooked once you do one. And, and I would also say that even if you don't have a whole lot of Disney knowledge, you're going to come home wanting to know more right. about Disney. So don't be afraid that you're going to be with people that you know know more than you do. When it's all said and done, everybody's gotten something different out yep. of it. And we've all enjoyed it. You know, how awesome it was. I have a question, financial question. Um, so you book the trip. you got to pay it. What kind of deposit is it? Every Adventures by Disney requires a $300 per person deposit. Okay. The deposit is good for 14 how days. How long do I have? Oh, four. Okay, there we it's go. After 14 days, your deposit becomes non-refundable. And your final payment is due 90 days prior to departure. Okay. There's also some specifics about trip insurance that's a little funky. Kevin knows all those details, okay. so he'll help you. Yeah. The nice thing is, um, we allow people are allowed to make uh, payments. You don't have to make a lump sum payment. Right. I have people who make two hundred dollar payments every paycheck. I have people who save it all up and make one lump pump, one lump payment at the end. So it's very flexible. Okay. I think the one thing too that I would recommend. Uh, even though I'm not an expert, but judging by our group, most of the people who are on it uh, came about a day or two early to do stuff in Hollywood, and then they stayed a couple days after. At least for Disneyland, you're you're going to get fast passes. You're going to get to go on rides, but this isn't about going on rides. This is about walking backstage yeah. and seeing those things right. that you can't see anywhere else. I think that's a really good piece of advice for any trip. We suggest. I always suggest to people that you arrive at your destination a day in advance. Yeah, right. we all know that travel, especially air oh, yeah. airline travel, is just it's frustrating. It's tiring. It's you need a day to decompress before the trip actually starts because no one ever believes me, but these are very, very full days. Oh, they yes, are. Yes, they are. There's, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it for our backstage magic discussion. As, as John pointed out, this was not 
our first portion of our trip. This whole Beyond the Parks series has been a lot of fun. It was a great adventure. And I, again, I do want to mention that I, I wish Pete was here to share his experience with us as well. But uh, for those of you listening, we are going to end right here, and we hope you have a, a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time. But for those of you watching with us live, uh, we do have a video for you that Craig has put together, um, and it kind of encapsulates this whole Beyond the Parks experience that we had in Hawaii, Alaska, and on the Backstage Magic. Uh, just a, a little disclaimer, it is, it is a longer video than we usually play on the show, but we hope you stick around, we hope you watch it, and we hope you enjoy it. So thanks, everyone. Have a great week.